0: Pressure pays off. The Doughton Army go crazy. Glorious goal. Glasgow in the West's league leader for 50 years.
1: I'm asked to give an opinion, and I like to give an
0: honest one. This is Clade One Super Scoreboard.
2: Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard. Celtic look to get back to winning ways against Livingston with Rangers getting the chance to respond at Firth Park tomorrow. Hearts take on St Mirren at Tynecastle, which It's Kilmarnock against St Johnston and hopefully Dundee against Aberdeen. We'll see if that is weather affected because Ross County against Hibs is. That one has fallen foul to the weather. A waterlogged pitch there, so we will wait and see whether any of the other games are off. Hopefully not, though. I'm Andrew McLean. Joining me in the studio today is Gordon DL, Mark Wilson and Hugh Evans.
3: Super Saturday, they call this for Christmas shoppers. Celtic could do with a Super Saturday after what they've been through the last couple of weekends. They are shopping for three points after dropping six to Kilmarnock and Hearts in quick succession. Libby, their opponents today, are five points adrift at the bottom of the table. They can't score, they can't defend, and they can't get out of a downward spiral. If Brendan Rodgers' team don't win against them, it's officially crisis time at Celtic. We're now in a situation where a defeat for Celtic and a win for Rangers at Motherwell tomorrow will put Philippe Plomont's side top of the league table. So the weather's miserable, but the games are red hot, except for Dingwall, where there's no game. Hemp's visit cancelled because of a waterlogged pitch. Derek Adams says the pitch at Morecambe is 100 times better than the one he's stuck with. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, big fixture card this weekend, Andrew, ahead of the big day on Monday. And Celtic have to get back to winning ways this afternoon against a Livingston team who are struggling. They'll never get a better chance and I wonder what changes will come at the starting eleven today. And good fixtures everywhere else around the country for those that have not been affected
4: by the weather so far. Looking forward to it. Uh, two days to Christmas, and um, we've got a nice fixture card. Yes, there's only three top games, but you look down the leagues as well: Championship, League One, League Two. So a lot to get through this afternoon. He's okay. grumped his way through the whole morning. He grumped about the cake in the newsroom, said it was too sugary. Then
3: he grumped about the gingerbread man because it only had one arm. <sighs> He's a grumped his way through And now he's a cheat to come in here and say Two days to Christmas
2: You're making Derek Adams look positive
4: You can't have a gingerbread man with one arm That's a yellow sticker guy isn't it? He's, I, he's picked him up in the yellow sticker there
2: <laughs> I tell you what we've talked about it all week But one thing to enjoy The retro theme tune is back oh, Building yeah. up to Clyde One's 50th birthday We're already having tweets today Saying bring back the outro. It's, uh, the intro it's, it's good isn't it
3: Well you know Andrew I'm nearly 40 years here And that music means everything to me Uh, You know, to be on the George Bowie programme every morning this week and do the, the sports desk there the way George and I used to do it nearly 30 years ago. It's a time of heavy nostalgia, but it's brilliant.
2: Yeah, looking forward to some big games today we will go to Dens Park shortly to get an update on whether that one is going ahead Ross County against Hibbs, definitely off there was a pitch inspection at 10 o'clock this morning waterlogged pitch that one won't go ahead we'll get an update from Gabriel Antoniazzi at Dens Park soon but first of all Celtic against Livingston at Celtic Park Roger Hanna is there for us
5: yeah season's greetings from Celtic Park Andrew but it's not yet the season of goodwill to all seven days ago they were booing Santa Claus here now The only thing in the Christmas wish list for Celtic fans is three points. Back-to-back league defeats for the first time in over a decade have shrunk the champions lead at the top of the Premiership table to just two points, with Rangers having that game in hand. It led to squabbles in the stands, chance of sack the board, and even the jeering of Father Christmas at half-time as Hearts won 2-0 here last Saturday. Celtic out of Europe, and with Rangers having lifted the Via Play Cup last Sunday, it means retaining this championship is of even greater importance to the Hoops. So a win against Rock Bottom Livingston today is a must. Or Christmas might be cancelled in these parts. The Green Brigade are back after a two-month absence. And Brendan Rodgers yesterday appealed for unity among everyone at the club as they seek to end the year on a high. With these games against Livy today, Dundee, Boxing Day, Dens, maybe. And Rangers here in seven days' time. Brendan Rodgers has stayed united with most of the team which lost to Hearts. There are just two changes in come Paulo Bernardo and Dyson Maida out Go David Turnbull and Mikey Johnson. That means it's Joe Hart in goal. Alistair Johnson, Cameron Carter, Vickers, Liam Scales and Greg Taylor across the back. Callum McGregor, the captain. Matt O'Reilly and Paulo Bernardo in midfield. And Dyson Maida, Kyogo Furahashi and Lewis Palmer up top. On the bench, Bain, Yang and Turnbull. Oh, and Forrest, Ralston, Welsh and Mikey Johnson. Now, I saw Livingston draw with Kilmarnock seven days ago for Super Scoreboard, Andrew, to halt a seven-game losing streak. Since then, they've crashed 2-1 at Aberdeen on Wednesday night. They remain five points from safety at the bottom of the table. They have never won at Celtic Park, but they have held out for two 0-0 draws in the last five visits here. Four changes for David Martindale from that midweek defeat at Petodre. Captain Michael Devlin suspended. Goalkeeper, Shamal George, dropped to the bench. Also missing out, Curtis Guthrie, who scored at Aberdeen, and Michael Nottingham. In come Jack Hamilton, Tom Parks, Louis DeLucas, and their six-goal top scorer, Bruce Anderson, who starts despite missing that late penalty against Kelly last weekend and missing a late chance for an equaliser at Aberdeen. So they go, Jack Hamilton and goal, are a back three, Louis DeLucas, Ayo Obelai, and Tom Parks. Across the middle, Jamie Brandon, Andy Shinney, Jason Holt, Scott Pittman, and James Payne-Rice. And up top, Joel Newbley and Bruce Anderson. The substitutes, George Montano and Stephen Kelly. Welsh Hayes Bradley in Nottingham, Guthrie, Ledingham and Lawal. The referee is Matthew McDermott. The VAR is Alan Muir. And we are just waiting on Celtic Park filling up.
2: Yeah, I think the two biggest bits of team news there, Hugh one, Dyson Maida back yeah. into the starting lineup, and two, the Green Brigade back at Celtic Park as well.
3: First of all, Dyson Maida, described by Brendan Rodgers at the time of his injury as the instigator up front for Celtic. I think Kyogo is a better player when Dyson Maida plays. So Kyogo will be delighted to see him back. As for the Green Brigade, today was always going to be a troubled one for Celtic. They've had two league defeats on the bounce, as Rodgers said. And it's the famous Super Saturday for shoppers, which means that supporters are thinking twice about going to the game and are maybe being encouraged to go to the shops instead they need an atmosphere created within Celtic Park now I think sometimes the atmosphere they create is a poisonous one and unworthy of Celtic's reputation but when they are simply committed football fans behind the team they do create a positive atmosphere and that's what Celtic need today because if Celtic slip up in any way today there's no way that Brendan Rodgers can talk himself out of it.
2: Under Brendan Rodgers this season, Celtic have maybe been accused of lacking a tempo that they had in in previous seasons under Ange Postacoglu and even under Brendan Rodgers' first spell, can Dyson Maida help that with his energy?
1: Oh, Without doubt And I think when you look at that front three It's getting close to what would be the strongest front three Maybe Abada would have an argument getting in there So definitely Maida makes such a difference He's been out for quite a bit now So how his match fitness will be I know we've seen glimpses of him last week But um, you think he'd be okay He's an actually fit boy um, Bernardo's an interesting one for me That midfield position for Celtic is certainly a problem area for Brendan Rodgers he cannot find the right fit to sit in there with Cal McGregor and Matt O'Reilly if it's not David Turnbull it's Bernardo it's Awata, and it just goes round and round again with the any of them really grabbing the jersey and making it their own so today it's over to Bernardo to have his shot at it and see if he can remain in the team for what's coming up to be an important period Dundee followed by Rangers what's, going,
4: what's going on behind there uh and talking about The way Celtic went About their business The last few games Come even first half At St Johnstone Hearts Let's not be kidding I couldn't pick A better game And don't give me the Oh pressure comes With that Because you're playing Livingston It's a Livingston team That's never won In 19 visits To Celtic Park They're sitting Bottom of the league They've won two games They can't buy a win you could not have handpicked a better game this afternoon for Celtic. There's no excuses whatsoever. I see Celtic putting in a real top performance today. Cause as much as they went through a blip, they still have quality players and they've got goals in them from the middle of the part to front. So I'm not giving away this, oh, it brings an added pressure because it is Livingston bought my league. I think everyone going along the Celtic part involved with Celtic are looking for a big performance and lots of goals.
2: Well, we'll go to Dens Park because I think Gabriel Antoniazzi has some breaking news ahead of what was meant to be a game of football there today.
6: Yes, Andrew, there is not going to be a game of football here at the Scott Foam Stadium. Dundee against Aberdeen is off due to a waterlogged pitch. Now, the pitch has been deemed unplayable by the referees. Uh, They've spoken to both managers, club officials, and there's concerns over player safety. The rain is brutal. Uh, The water is hanging in the goal. Mounted the ball struggling to roll anywhere on the pitch. And with the rain continuing all over the country, the weather doesn't look like it's giving up. So the game has been called off by referee David Munro and his officiating team. Andrew arrived about 45 minutes ago. They had big white tarpaulin sheets over both penalty boxes in an attempt to preserve the most important area of the pitch. Uh, They pulled them back and there was just so much water underneath them. They had the brushes out. It was reminiscent of uh, Scotland against Georgia, that uh, washout back in June. But unfortunately, there weren't enough people, not enough brooms. And this game has been called off. No Christmas match between the two teams in the northeast, Dundee against Aberdeen at Dens Park
2: called off. What would you say to those reports that you've got a night out in Aberdeen tonight yeah. and people saw you pouring water on the pitch earlier on? Listen, my, my expected time of
6: arrival in Aberdeen was 7.30. It's been cut by three hours. It is a Christmas miracle.
2: <laughs> well, there we go. Gabriel can go and enjoy his night uh, now, but that is unfortunate that a second Scottish Premiership match has fallen foul to the weather today.
3: Look ahead a few days. Dundee are due to play Celtic uh, midweek. So will the pitch be ready in time If the weather does not improve Will that game go off Which affects the dynamic Andrew Because Rangers will play uh, Motherwell tomorrow Away But then they have Ross County Ibrooks midweek So it could be that Rangers Might even be top of the league Before They go to Celtic Park If Celtic don't get the chance To play Dundee So this uh, postponement could have even deeper consequences. They've obviously got a problem with our surface because they've had uh, a number
1: of games postponed in recent times. Dundee, so I'd, I see they had new plans out for their their new stadium coming up. I tell you what, they need that sooner rather than later. But that will be a disappointment, especially for Barry Robson, by the way, mm. who's just started to maybe turn things. Around got a, a decent result uh, last week and he'll be looking to build on that. So disappointment for the players.
2: So there you go. If you were planning on going to Dundee against Aberdeen, if you're on your way there, turn around. If you're <laughs> on your way to Dingwall, you should have heard a while ago, but that mm-hmm. game is also off as well. Ross County against Hibbs, a waterlogged pitch in Dingwall. But let's go back to some action that will be happening. Rugby Park, Comarnock against St Johnston, Fraser Wisher.
7: Yeah, looking forward to this one, uh, Andrew. Both teams been in pretty good form recently. Come on at seven points in the last three games, pushed to the top six place and maybe even higher. And St Johnstone prior to the Ayrbus defeat during the week also had seven points in the last three games as well prior to that. So as we approach halfway point of the season, getting the kind of side of proving they can beat anybody. We know they've beaten both the Old Firm but also Aberdeen and Hearts already this season. A settled look about their team, good defenders in the back three, strong in midfield, and Armstrong and the cells are main goal threat. And this is the first of three games in a week. I think they'll fancy their chances and could actually define what Dead McInnesy's targets are for the rest of the season because they could be looking up the way at uh, European places as well. But from a St. Johnson perspective, on the pitch, everyone looking much more positive. Craig Levine does. they very organised at the back, hard-working in midfield, and they do look like scoring a goal or two, which is a difference from earlier on in the season. Third week in a row, I've actually watched St. Johnson. They should have beaten Motherwell, a late equaliser by the well side. And then they deservedly beat Hibs last Saturday. In fact, they could have scored more. So they'll come here to confidence. But Craig will know that Kelly pressure teams with plenty of crosses into the box from wide areas. And in these conditions on this pitch, concentration and bravery will be really important. I don't think Santa Claus will be giving us a goal fest here. I think it will be tight and maybe only one goal in it. Team News, Kelly, unsurprisingly surprisingly unchanged. They go with a 3 5 2 formation. Will Dennis in goals, Lewis Mayo, Stuart Finlay, and Robbie Dees at the back. Dan Armstrong, David Watson, Brad Lyons, Liam Polworth, and Corey Ndaba in midfield with Kyle Vassell and Marley Watkins up front. Their subs goalkeeper, Kieran O'Hara, Rory McKenzie, Andrew Dallas, Gary Mackay, Stephen, Jack Saunders, Tom Davis, Stephen Warnock, and Joe Wright. Forsen-Johnson, they've reverted back to the team that beat Hibs last week, so four changes from the team that lost in midweek To The Rangers, Olafunwa, Sprangler and Considine dropped to the bench, Jai of course is suspended after his red card, in come Kane, Carey, Gallagher, and McGowan, 3-4-2-1 for them, Dean Matar, off in goals, Ryan McGowan, Liam Gordon and Luke Robinson at the back, across the middle Fran Franchak, Dan Phillips, Matt Smith and Tony Gallagher with Matt Kucharavi and Graham Carey in behind the returning Chris Kane, the subs for Johnson, Dave Richards, Olufunwa James Brown Dan Costello Stevie May Nicky Clark Jay Turner Cook Andy Constantine, And Sven Sprang On the referee today Is John Beaton
2: And VAR is last week's Cup final ref Don Robertson Well, You can just hear the, oh. the conditions That the guys Are going to be competing With out there You can see why A couple of the games Have been called yeah. off But Kilmarnock At home You think he'll have Confidence against anyone In current form
3: Well you know A win today for Kilmarnock And they'll be Up close to being Third top of the league so, it's an incredible division that we have here in this Premiership. Um, St Johnston came in for a lot of criticism midweek from Philippe Clement following their performance at Ibrooks. Clearly, the Rangers manager felt they were overly physical. Uh, it's cost him John Lundstrom, possibly not only for tomorrow's match at Motherwell, but the Celtic game. So,. Big afternoon for both But Kilmarnock is simply a better team than St Johnson A win for St
1: Johnson though Who takes him up Leveling points with Dundee Who we've all been talking about Have had a, a terrific season for a team that's came up Um What a turnaround from Craig Levine's time now I know they'll play If they win today another three games um ahead of Dundee But still points on the board is better than games in hand In my opinion And Craig Levine certainly turned it around Made them harder to play against and gets the odd goal And he's got experienced Campaigners in there Ryan McGowan A real favourite As he's brought in Makes him more solid Guys like Chris Kane And Graeme Carey Have been
4: chipping in With goals I've got to say Mark um, I happen to be In my friend's house On Wednesday night Who's watching the game <laughs> <laughs> And um, <laughs> <laughs> That friend Okay <laughs> and, and, and I thought St Johnston, They're okay They look very well Organised under Craig Levine He's got them playing Some good stuff Yeah, the a few uh, Tackles that the Rangers manager Certainly wasn't happy about I think Fraser As much as you look at that fixture And Fraser's a bit doom and gloom about it Because that's the sort of guy he is I feel that he will get a good afternoon Of entertainment and goals There the, you go This is the man who complained About the one-armed gingerbread man <laughs> Talking about That's the kind of man he is
2: That was also just a long-winded story To try and prove that he's got friends As yeah, well
4: uh, One friend
2: <laughs> right the final Premiership game That is going ahead today Hearts against St Mirren In the worst press box To sit in in the Premiership In conditions like this David Friel
8: Yeah Andrew It's a little bit wet The fact the, turn- the floodlights Were turned on well Before 2pm t- Tells you what kind of day Is in Edinburgh But the pitch is looking good No doubts over the game And this should be a cracker Hearts in third St Mirren in fourth Both teams locked On 26 points Going into Only three goals Separate them so it's all there for two of them today Hearts will got a great reception obviously after they won at Celtic Park last weekend they're obviously going to be desperate to build in that there's a blow one of the goal from last week Stephen Kings obviously called in that brilliant free kick he's only fit enough for the bench was a huge boost for Hearts Craig Halkett returns for his first start in almost exactly a year. It was Christmas Eve last year against Indiana when he got injured. He's made a couple of substitute appearances these last couple of weeks but this is his first start so great to see him back. Hearts four wins in the last six in decent form but last week's 58 Celtic did come off the back of the defeat to Rangers in Aberdeen so that was clearly huge for Stephen Naismith's side and with the big Edinburgh Derby coming in midweek it's fair to say three points. It's going to be huge here. George Grant and Alan Forrest, they also drop out from the Celtic game. Yutaro, Odo, Oda sorry, and Barry McKay are in so Hearts are going to line up. Xander Clark and Kai Ruggs, Frankie Kent Craig Halkett at the back Nathaniel Atkinson, Aidan Denham, Benny Babingamy and Alec Cochrane along the middle with Barry McKay and Yitaro, Oda and behind Lawrence Shankman Subs for Hearts are Gordon Kingsley Herring, New Forest Forrest, Sibbeck, Tate, Tagawa and Vargas As for St Myrne, unbeaten the last three games against Hearts, Stephen Robinson reckons I went to do a big statement from his team I think he's completely right St Myrne actually beat Hearts in Paisley September, they also won here at Castle 2-0 back in May, so there'll definitely be no inferiority complex from the Buddies, but St Myrne managers also indulge in a bit of mind games the last 24 hours, claiming that all the pressure and expectation is on Hearts today. Don't know if that's fair, but certainly St Myrne obviously punching above their weight up there and they've got a chance to go clear it out in third today. They make one change from the 0-0 draw with Motherwell last week. Alec Grieve is in for Stav Namani, so it's going to be the usual 3-5-2 for St Myrne. Zach Kemi, Marcus Fraser, Alec Gogich and Richard Taylor, Terry Small, Keanu Bacchus, Mark Ahara, Greg Kilty Scott, Tanza across the middle with Alec Reeve and Jonah Ayunga up front. Subs for are Urminski, Dunn, Bolton, Namani, Flynn, Mandron, Boyd Muntz, Olusanya and Jameson. It's been a really big crowd here today. In the 13 minute... Hearts are going to pay tribute to young fan Jack Lees who passed away recently at the age of just 13 so I'm sure he'll get a really good reception. The referee at Tynecastle is Nick Walsh and the VAR is Ewan Anderson.
2: Yeah, no team has really established themselves as that third place team in the Scottish Premiership this season. It is all to play for Gordon but a win for either side would be a, a real statement today.
4: Good game of prospect at Tynecastle. Um Yeah, Hearts finding that bit of confidence at Celtic Park. Nobody's seen that coming. Um, St Man, They've been up and down um, Last time I watched them Was Against Hibbs and Paisley And I wasn't that impressed With them I've got to say But they've had a terrific season They're sitting in four so far Great opportunity To leapfrog hearts today I think David will get an hour I, I'm just I'm, I'm fully Encouragement for us <laughs> uh, Football this afternoon the, Everybody yeah. out there um, Even Gabs his, his, his travel up to Aberdeen Will be brilliant But uh, Dave Galloway's now getting a wimpy as we speak. Everybody's just having a Christmas time.
3: On the question of (laughs) pressure and expectation, I would say that pressure and expectation are on Hearts' shoulders every time they play at Tynecastle because they have such a big support, a phenomenal fan base who expect big things from them and they're off the back of that result against Celtic. Now, Celtic might have been pitiful against Hearts last weekend, but... That does not take away from what Hearts achieved there. So, yeah, of course, the pressure's on them and they should welcome
2: it. And despite the fact, you know, fans wouldn't describe it as an outstanding season for Hearts so far, they're in a good position in the league. Maybe yeah. not the, the football that the fans want to see, but then you look at the squad and the players that are coming back from injury Craig Halkett, Barry Mackay, Nathaniel Atkinson. Craig Gordon Again on the bench as
1: well Things will be looking good For Stephen Naismith Going forward Yeah it shows how good A squad they've got And you know Stephen Naismith uh, Young manager Into the jobs Had to plug some gaps And just got on with things Uh, It's been up and down But he's got them In a good run Just now And with those guys Coming back Certainly strengthens them So he's got This afternoon To cement his place Third place team Going into a couple of big games ahead
2: Well that is a preview From around the ground Celtic against Livingston Hearts against St Mirren Kilmarnock against St Johnston There are two games In the Premiership That are off Dundee against Aberdeen A late call off there And Ross County against Hibs That failed a a 10am pitch inspection But in the second part of the show We will go around the ground Browns bring all the guys in And we will look at The biggest talking points Of the week The
0: team with the biggest support In Glasgow and the West For 50 years Clyde One Super Scoreboard
2: Welcome back to Clyde One Super Scoreboard There are three Premiership games Today Two have Been called off There is no Ross County Against Hibbs There is no Dundee against Aberdeen However Celtic Against Livingston Hearts against St Mirren And Kilmarnock Against St Johnston Go ahead We will go back Around the ground to preview those games again soon But this is the part of the show on a Saturday Where we look at some of the week's biggest talking points And I think at this point in the season There is always one game coming up in this part oh, of the yes. world That people are looking towards Whether it is um, ticket nonsense <laughs> Whether it is uh, you know wars of words between certain people Whether it's managers saying certain things There have been a few interesting things I think just from the Glasgow lens Heading into that game Next week One of them Certainly Hugh Was Brendan Rodgers Being asked yesterday About claims That he's potentially Going through the motions At Celtic Well my old
3: pal Sutty Chris Sutton uh, Suggested that uh, Brendan was Living on past glories But he could only do that For so long And he said he felt He was going through the motions Brendan Rodgers himself Said that he had felt An atmosphere From day one When he returned Now I thought that was Grossly unfair On Brendan Rodgers Because He had left Celtic The season was not over But he'd won them Seven consecutive trophies And he was an outstanding Manager for Celtic I think what's happened Since he came back Has not lived up To people's expectations And that is the problem This is not a phenomenon Caused by losing to Kilmarnock and Hearts In successive weekends Celtic haven't looked like Their former selves Their Ange Postacoglu selves At any point this season, the the Aberdeen game at Celtic Park, yes, but Aberdeen were hopeless that day. One half against Atletico Madrid, They, they were outstanding. But for the most part, Celtic have not looked anything like the team from last season. That has led to Chris Sutton alleging that Brendan is going through the motions. Perhaps that's too strong an explanation. But what you cannot avoid... Is that he is not Getting out of players What Celtic were getting Out of them Last season Under another manager
2: Roger Hanna Is that Celtic Park Are those the types of Comments that can maybe Give the manager A bit between his teeth
5: yeah, I think that was a bit harsh on Brendan Rodgers through the week I have to say because while the team hasn't been functioning the way a lot of supporters would like it to function I don't think there's any you know, suggestion that Brendan Rogers isn't working as hard as he did in that imperious first spell he had in charge of the football club A lot of the, the criticisms here have come to the recruitment They've come from the signings who come in in the summer and haven't made an impact You Look at the Celtic squad again this afternoon and there is no sign of Gustav Lagerbielk there is no sign of uh, Mike Narofsky. Um Yang is only on the bench Quan is only on the bench there is no sign of Marco Tilly or Odin Tiago home albeit he's a minor injury Andrew. he's nowhere to be seen either so I think a lot of the frustration among Celtic fans is that a lot of money was spent last summer the team is no stronger than it was last season and indeed Brendan's been forced to turn back to the likes of Mikey Johnson James Forrest, Liam Scales who's done particularly well but but guys who were on the periphery or were out the club really away on loan under Ange Postacoglou so I think and you would see this from Celtic supporters when it started to go awry here seven days ago in the Hearts defeat, the majority of Celtic fans didn't turn their ire on the manager, the majority of Celtic fans turned their ire on the board And expressed their unhappiness with the way the football department was being run Not by Brendan Rodgers, but by Brendan Rodgers' paymasters Brendan
2: Rodgers has been very clear publicly about the fact he wants to add quality in this upcoming window You would imagine if he's saying these things publicly, then privately he'll have been having several conversations about it as well
1: You've got to think so I mean he's got eight days Until the transfer window opens And players can come into the club Um, So when you go public with that And say that you need more quality uh, And the fans agree I think that more quality is needed If you want to better this side Then you know the the recruitment team Surely has to be working on that In the previous six months And I'll always go back to the players That Brendan Rodgers has inherited A lot lot of the summer signings have got to have came from the previous regime Ange Postecoglou telling the recruitment team What he required And how to get them And they were brought in now Yeah Brendan Rodgers would have been responsible For some of them But not all of them But now this is his opportunity He would have said Since June This is my model This is the players I want Go and find me them And let's get some of them in January So eight days to go Before people actually start asking questions Because I don't think any Celtic fan Going along today Or whatever tuning in Any fan Wants to see players Coming in at the end of January
3: I think they want to see them soon To underline Roger Hannah's point Money has been wasted On an industrial scale On players who Have already been found wanting To the extent that For the most part They'll be shipped out in January Celtic will lose Hatati Furuhashi Maeda O, Vaughan Yang They'll lose them all Some of them Not worth Bothering about But others Who are definitely Worth bothering about They're going to the Asian Cup There is a dramatic need For proper signings In the January transfer window Or there is A serious danger But
4: it depends What you get in the transfer window Looking like you, Because I think 30th of December Plays a massive part Of course If you can get a result Against Rangers at home Right And let's be honest Celtic are capable of that No doubt then it gives you that little bit of breathing space going into that January window, right? But if you had to lose that game and Rangers all of a sudden get into that transfer window are sitting top of a league, I think that becomes massive for
2: you. We touched on it earlier on in terms of Celtic and the, the tempo not quite yeah. being where it has been before. Are there two things that could potentially help change that today? One is Dyson Maida that we mentioned earlier on, but is the other having the Green Brigade back inside Celtic Park because, you know, I don't think I'm seeing anything outlandish here that the atmosphere mm. is not the same at Celtic Park when there isn't that singing section... In the corner, it seems to liven the whole stadium up Could that help today if that is the case?
4: Of course, uh, players respond to atmosphere Mark will tell you better than me, he played there many a time um, I think the players will be delighted that the fans are back in their the atmosphere atmosphere get, getting them going But it's still down to the responsibility of player You can't just lump this on Well the Green Brigade's been missing, we've been poor that's, uh, that's not an excuse I think the pace at Celtic have been playing at uh, is poor um, compared to Postecoglou, Now Brendan Rodgers doesn't need to come in and be an Ange Postecoglou. Brendan Rodgers is probably more experienced manager uh, management than Ange Postecoglou, So he he's a, has his own style But you've got to be winning games If you're winning games and you're winning them comfortably Nobody's really picking you up a lot on the style of football the minute you start Losing games The minute you start Drawing games The minute you start Struggling with uh, uh, You know Up at St John's In the first half Then everything Gets picked upon And that's where Brendan Rodgers is You can
3: dwell on The signings Who have been Pathetic But There are players there And this Celtic team Today Underlines the fact There are players there Of very high quality And the fans So far Are suggesting that They're not attractive To watch Now today against a team who are, as I said earlier, in a downward spiral Who can't score, who can't defend You have got to, and I know that Livingston will come and park as many buses as they can find But you have got to show that you have the imagination, the guile, the quality To overcome Livingston
4: with something to spare See my point here Hugh, my point's quite simple about nobody picks up You look at Aberdeen for instance, right? Brendan Rodgers, manager, same tactics, same way they play They battered Aberdeen off the pitch at Celtic Park Did we have any calls in this phone-in talking about the style of play? No, we didn't We had calls about how well Celtic played And whether they were going to go on and win the league by X, Y and Z So as much as yes, I'm all for style of play I'm all for quick football and I like entertaining football But when you're winning, nobody notices the small things when you're losing and you're dropping points That's when everything gets picked up
2: If we look at the other side of the city Philip Clement's biggest frustration No doubt since he came in at Rangers Was their ongoing injury issues He said he'd never seen anything like it At any other club he'd been at It continues to happen Kamar Ruth dropped out in the game midweek John Lundstrom also after that challenge From Dialang Jayasimi He felt like they were kicked off the park Midweek Would you go along with that, is that a fair well, statement Well
1: if you're analysing the tackle On John Lundstrom Well that fact is true it, You know it was a poor tackle Resulted in a red card And John Lundstrom had to be replaced And looks like he might miss A considerable period Particularly the game on the 30th Which is a blow Because it's such a an important area For Rangers And they just They seem to be dropping players In that area And you just wonder Who he's going to turn to in that In the case of Kemar Roof Then I think we all Sympathise with players Who go through that And they'll go through The long Hard training sessions By themselves To get themselves fit again To get themselves back In the first team And then break down So It's looking particularly Bleak for him I don't know how Philip Clamont Aims to tackle it I don't know if he's got Experience in that Department before With previous clubs But It will be a concern for him If Rangers are serious About challenging Celtic Which they are Because they're writing Their coattails And they've got real Opportunity for this title Then they need their full squad And they'll need reinforcements as well in January So the transfer window Has just as much importance for Rangers And Philip on, When it opens in January The first student is for Brendan Rodgers
3: Where, where Clermont gets brownie points Is that he has made Players who were struggling under Michael Beale Better players He has made People who were being Laughed at because of the money That had been spent on them Who were turning in hopeless performances He has made them better Uh, And he has yet to lose a game So the injury situation Of course is difficult for him But he's overcome the injury situation He's overcome the players Who have been written off by the supporters Even though they would just been bought And he continues to go forward On both domestic and European fronts So right now Ahead of the Motherwell game Motherwell 14 games on the bounce not a win. Clemont looks what he is, a serious
2: manager. The players will be frustrated more than anyone, but a manager coming into a club and seeing players with the injury track record of Kamar Roof, mm. Ryan Jack, Tom Lawrence who continually pick up injuries, come back, play a few games not even that at times and then are out injured again you can see why it is such a concern for the manager
4: uh, probably frustrated uh, he sees the ability that the three guys that you mentioned there have got let's not be kidded uh, a roof a fit roof is as good as md digging about he can score goals he's a very intelligent player um, I like him but unfortunately for a lad I watched him the other night what was it 15-16 minutes on the clock and he's walking up the tunnel, and we've all been there, he just he just can't shake this injury situation, uh, and I really feel for him as a player, because it's the loneliest place, any guy that's played this game, and if you're out continuously, and you're trying to get back into that first team, and you break down all the time, we'll tell you it's the loneliest place in the world, you go away home at night, and you just wonder what's going on, and Ryan Jack's the same, I think Ryan Jack brings so much, and still got so much to offer, uh, he has got a problem in that middle of park, but Rangers have got such a big squad, and I'm not being disrespectful to my own club, Motherwell, but you said there, 14 games, five points out of 42. You should have enough in your squad to go to third part Park tomorrow and handle that.
2: Well, we can park that for now. Three big Premiership games coming up. We'll go back around the grounds and we'll hear from Aberdeen boss Barry Robson after their game was postponed sorry, against Dundee due to parts of the pitch being unplayable. He's spoken to us and we will play that out next.
0: Glasgow in the West's league leader for 50 years. Clyde One, Super Scoreboard.
2: Around 15 minutes to go until the 3 o'clock kick-offs. Two of the games are not going ahead. Sorry, Ross County against Hibs. That one is off a waterlogged pitch in Dingwall. And then it was after we came on air as well. Dundee against Aberdeen around 10 past 2 that one is also off because some of the pitch is has been deemed unplayable by referee David Munro let's hear a bit from Barry Robson who's been speaking after that decision was made
7: I'm um, just disappointed we um, don't know um, when I came out I'd asked um, I, saw the re- um, I saw the referee on the pitch he was throwing the ball up and obviously the ball was just dying straight um, frustrated because we were all here ready to go we wanted to get a third one in a row and we knew it would be a difficult game but Um, we wanted to come down here and perform for our fans and the biggest thing for me is it's not so much that it's um, the fans with the snow up in Aberdeen today and they're traveling on the way down they're standing at the gates here at two o'clock it's not like that and um, I'm frustrated for them it's Christmas time we've got other families and that's my biggest frustration we were here we were down early we were um, we did our team meetings we did everything we're all prepared ready to go and then we just came here and we found out so I don't know what happened previous to that.
2: Yeah, first of all, you do need to think of the fans on a day like this because they will have made the journey. I saw some pictures from Aberdeen, heavy snow up there. Supporters will have made the journey. As Barry Robson said, plenty were there outside the ground waiting for the game to go ahead to get into the stadium and they'll now have to head home, especially around this period as well.
1: Yeah, hugely disappointing for those that have made the journey and sometimes these things are unavoidable. Um, However, it sounds like... This is an interesting decision that's been taken to call the game off. Um,
2: yeah, I mean Barry Robson seemed to accept it. You know, he was he was watching David Monroe throw the ball up and it was sort of landing dead in the sort of pools of water. He can understand it, but is just frustrated at the timing of it. Dundee, I'm told, felt the game should have been on, and I'm also being told that they are now planning on going out and training. On the pitch Which is an interesting decision When they have another home game On Boxing Day against Celtic Well Tony Doherty
3: The Dundee manager Showing his Depth of frustration Over the belated Cancellation of the game But I always think That the referee In his professional estimation Thinks that the pitch Is a danger to players Now If the game should go ahead And a player is badly injured As a result of That waterlogged pitch Then You know There would be managerial regret managerial anger so you have to trust in the referee's professional judgement and you know it's Scotland in December and these things happen
4: I, I totally agree with you Hugh I, I, everything you say there I totally agree with you you've got officials travelling up there as well they're prepared they're pre- they're looking forward to an afternoon's football they know the, the fans from Aberdeen have travelled they know that the disappointment they would love the game to go on but Hugh has hit it the nail on the head The referee has got A duty To make sure The player's safety And if he feels That the pitch is unplayable Then you've got to
2: go with that There are also questions About protocol I'm also told In the last few minutes That Dundee Will be taking issue To the SPFL They're not happy With the way It has all been dealt with So I don't know Specifically whether That is the the timing Of the decision The fact it was Less than an hour Before kick-off But When there is fans in mind You would hope that There is going to be An earlier pitch inspection Than one that happens An hour before the game Is meant to kick off I would like to read The terms of their complaint Timing
3: obviously Will come into it But remember Weather worsens You know At 12 o'clock The weather could have been good And at half past one The weather is very much Worse So I'd like to hear On what grounds You're complaining Because In the referee's Professional estimation The pitch is not fit For a game In the highest league In Scottish football So What what are you
2: Implying Suggesting Inferring the pitch is either playable or unplayable I'm sure we'll hear more about that in the coming days But back to the games that are going ahead today Let's go to Rugby Park Fraser Wisher will be watching Kilmarnock against St Johnson A Kilmarnock side that have won four of their last five games at home But St Johnson under Craig Levine He'll be very happy with his record Only eight games played, only three defeats But Fraser, those three defeats, Celtic Rangers and Hearts
7: Yeah and also away from home I think overall this season I think they've only got three points away from home uh, all season St Johnson so they want to improve on, on that I don't think they've won a game so it's a, it's, a, it's a thing that Craig will want to want to change but it's a big week I think for, for Kilmarnock when you look at their fixtures you know they're sitting two points behind in third and uh, St. St Myrne in fourth but it, but they actually play St Myrne during the week then they play Dundee here at home next Saturday so all of a sudden you know that, that this could actually define their season. I said it earlier on. You know that they could, they win those three games or pick 7 points out of nine. All of a sudden, they are looking at challenging for third place or fourth place and looking at Europe. Whereas if they lose them all, then perhaps maybe it's a, it's a battle to be the best of the rest in that in that top six. So I, I think this, these are big games for 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 first, Johnson they, they just look a better team. They just look m- better organised. I think Mark Wilson was talking about Ryan McGowan coming back. He was completely out of the favour with the previous manager and just brings a calmness and an experience in, into, into the back four as well. So I, I think this is a big game for both of them, but particularly for Comarc, I just think that they've got the opportunity to, to 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 actually say, right, okay, we are serious challengers. Serious challengers for that top three or, or four space, but uh, I just hope the wind doesn't ruin the game. You are talking earlier on, and there's been rain as well. M77 was horrendous coming down here and I think David Freel was at uh, Livingston a few weeks ago talking about the, the corner flies go in different directions it's like that here and if the rain continues on a, on a slippery surface on this plastic surface as well it could have an effect in the game but uh, yeah a really interesting game both teams in decent form so hopefully we'll
2: get a couple of goals Well let's hear from Kilmarnock manager Derek McInnes ahead of this one
4: We've had the benefit of um, some wins in the last few weeks and it's put us to where we are in the league but for us to stay there we're going to have to keep winning games um, don't want teams to overtake us and we want to try and get above teams above us so um, Hanging about the top six for as long as possible And showing that consistency um will allow us to do that
2: The one thing that Derek of said heading into this season Was that after keeping them up last season he, he wanted to build on it And they're certainly doing that aren't they
3: Well you know they, they started off by beating Rangers on day one They knocked Celtic out of the Via Player Cup And they've had a wobble And they have de-wobbled And they're looking better for it So Derek does a steady job there um, on resources that will not be great. Uh, I don't envy anyone Kilmarnock St Johnston today, to be fair. The the pitch, for me, Kilmarnock are taking it up anyway and they're going to go back to grass. But for me, with the horrendous weather conditions and the synthetic pitch, be a difficult old afternoon, I think.
2: Yeah, David Freel, we just heard Fraser Wishart there talking about the conditions at Rugby Park. Do you think they'll have a factor in Hearts against St Mirren today?
8: I hope not, Andrew, I mean, it is a bit windy, it is blustery and, and raining, but look, the pitch looks absolutely perfect, credit to Tyne Castle groundsman, it is in great condition, and it's a huge game for Hearts, As I said earlier on, everybody will talk about the midweek derby Easter Road and how important that is, but Stephen Naismith will be hammering home the point that they need to build in that win over Celtic last week, and I think if you just look at Hearts squad just now, it's just getting stronger and stronger, you know, Barry Mackay, first start since August, As I said Craig Halkett, first start in the year, Craig Gordon's back in the bench, he's edging towards it. You know, they're missing Liam Boyce, Andy Halliday, George Grant today, but it's still such a strong bench, and I think Hearts really need to kick on. You know, Aberdeen have been so up and down this season, you just look at the table, Hearts in third, Aberdeen in eighth. I think I think both will be fighting for third place eventually, but I think for Hearts just now, they need to go and just really kick on. i some points between now and the winter break, and this is a game that he'll be expecting to win, but won't get it easy against the really resolutes at Mernside.
2: Well, the other three o'clock Premiership kickoff is Celtic against Livingston, and we will go back to Celtic Park next.
0: First for football for 50 years. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
2: A weather affected day in the SPFL means that Ross County against Hibbs is off Dundee against Aberdeen is off and a few games down the divisions are off as well however there are three Premiership games going ahead Kilmarnock against St Johnston, Hearts against St Mirren and Celtic against Livingston at Celtic Park Roger Hanna is there will give us a bit of a flavour ahead of kick
5: off and a recap of the team news yeah Keller McGregor and Jason Hall just leading out the two teams it's Celtic's last game before Christmas and all they want is a five point lead Rangers of course have cut that gap to two After back to back league defeats for the Hoops for the first time in more than 10 years. Brendan Rodgers' reaction is to make two changes to the starting lineup this afternoon. Andrew, in come Paulo Bernardo and the fit again dies in Maida. Out to the bench go David Turnbull and Mikey Johnson for Celtic. Joe Harton goal as a back four, Alistair Johnson, Cameron Carter, Vickers, Liam Scales, and Greg Taylor. Across the middle, Callum McGregor, the skipper, Matt O'Reilly, the nine-goal top scorer, and the recalled Paolo Bernardo. And up top, Kyogo Furahashi will be flanked by Dyson Maida and Lewis Palmer on the bench. Bain Yang and Turnbull, O'Kuan and Forrest, Ralston, Welch, and Mikey Johnson. Four changes for Levy. There are five points adrift to the bottom there with out, the suspended captain Michael Devlin, they have never won at Celtic Park before, out go Devlin, goalkeeper Samal George, midweek goalscorer, Curtis Guthrie, a defender, Michael Nottingham, in come Jack Hamilton, Tom Parks, Louis De Lucas, and near 6th goal, top goalscorer, Bruce Anderson, it means it's Jack Hamilton and goal, are back 3, Louis De Lucas, Ayo and Tom Parks, across the middle, Jamie Brandon, Andy Shinney, Jason Holt, the skipper, Scott Pittman and James Penrise, and up top Joel Nubley and Bruce Anderson, the sub, George Montano, Stephen Kelly, Welsh Hayes, Bradley, Nottingham, Guthrie, Ledingham, and Lowell the ref is Matthew McDermott, the bar is Alan Muir, the Green Brigade are back in place, a Palestine flag waves feverishly away to my right hand side, the disco lights are in full beam, this is Christmas time at Celtic Park Livingston are just about to get us underway, Callum McGregor is his teammates in that huddle, away to my left, Scott Pittman as I say, ready to get us underway Livingston in all black this afternoon Celtic in the hoops. Celtic cannot countenance, a third consecutive league defeat a win is a must it's underway at Celtic Park
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with MD Green Pharmacy make your life that little bit easier use their free prescription delivery
2: Underway in the three o'clock kick-off so we know what that means. We need to get the predictions from you three. I tell you what, you've not got much to predict mm. today, only three Just Premiership well. matches. You know what, Gordon, you always complain that you're last on the predictions. So, well, can I in go first? Christmas spirit, we'll let you go first this oh, time. Brilliant,
4: because I'm going to mix up a wee bit. Livy to lose. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: I'm going to go Hearts and St. Myrne, a home one. St. Johnson unbeaten against Killing the last four. I was quite impressed with them. I'm going for St Johnstone At a wee one. That's my acca.
2: Okay Mark mm.
1: Three homes Easy as that Andrew Celtic will beat Livingston Convincingly I think Hearts Will get the job done Against St Mirren And I cannot agree with us I think Colmarnock Looked
3: good To shoot up the table And beat St Johnstone The day is non-negotiable For Celtic It's win Or there's trouble and it will be a home win for Celtic As it will be a home win for Hearts Against St Mirren But In Ayrshire In the wind and the rain And the synthetic surface It's a draw Colmalloch and Johnson
2: I like that You've all gone for something different In mm-hmm. that final game So We'll see if One is, Someone is right It's
4: right. so, all so down to Fraser I think Fraser will Tell it you what What about this didn't? for a
2: start as well For Inverness 1-0 up already Against wow. Partick Thistle, that, Max Anderson. Did he disappear
4: in the toilet today? The team talk for Thistle. <laughs> <laughs> Another <laughs> ninety come. Oh.
3: you know, know what? what? It's going to be a classic. The, the, one of the Thistle sponsors has provided two and a half thousand Santa hats for the crowd.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I, I got
3: handed one actually the other day. Yeah, yeah. yeah and you've not, not bothered
2: to wear it into the studio today, no? No, no.
3: I kept that for So for two thousand five hundred Partick Thistle fans with Santa's hat on. <laughs> And the Christmas tree's just collapsed Yeah, they'll be
4: lobbing them on the ground If <laughs> days <laughs> like that I've said it for years in this show You've got to lose a goal
2: Lose it early Lose it early Hart's free kick at the edge of the box 14 seconds in But no Stephen Kingsley in the starting uh, line-up It's apparently the type of area that he would Thrive in hitting them from It was some hit last week as well, wasn't
3: it? Well, you know, it was And you don't take away from the goal scorer Altogether But I thought Joe Hart could have responded better I would agree with that. I think Joe Hart should have been
1: over to his left hand side a wee bit more, known Stephen Kingsley. But that's a blow for Hearts. So I'm sure Stephen Naismith, after that performance last week, pretty easy for the you know, manager to go same team again because he's did so well. But had to make a few changes. Kingsley had been one of them. But big boost for him. Halkett back. Just about keeping fit for Halkett because he's had a horrible run over the last couple
2: of years, injuries. Yeah, Barry Mackay back in as well. Hasn't yeah. been out for as long. But I think. Maybe in some of the hearts' performances this season, supporters have been crying out for a, an influence like Barry Mackay who can, you know, really get fans off their seats.
4: As a guy that's worked with Baza, um, I, I've, got, I've, I've got to say, in all honesty, well, you, it's there, you can back it up. Um, he's a very talented player. He what was the extent of this work? Because I don't think you've ever elaborated it was, on it. It was at Rangers, and he wanted to do a little bit more than I used to do at training camps in the summer. <laughs> and oh, that must have been good. The old right. Alastair
2: Johnson story. Yeah,
4: no, no. You true, used to do training true. camps. Yeah, yeah. For players that had sort of uh, out of contract and wanted. How to How did fit. you
1: advertise that? I'd,
4: I don't need to advertise. I'm a big Wolf name. <laughs> I'm just used big to go in. Just Tram post it <laughs> 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 What's your boy doing this week? Uh, um, and he came along I'll tell you what See when you watch him in training With no pressure Terrific ability Really has Great skill
8: So is everybody
4: No pressure in training uh, mate, I've seen you I wish I
1: came along to one of your training camps oh, <laughs> I think I was, think When I was, could have ended I, up
4: I've got that many I'd, um, I'll tell you who Who used to help me uh, Tam McManus had, oh, Remember Yeah. Tam? yeah. What? Tam. <laughs> <laughs> what a random guy you help
1: you. I've never heard you mention Tom McManus ever. That's he true, used to it. help you. Yeah, yeah. What still. a duo that is. And do
4: you know something? This is true, right? We worked with them for a month and then we put on a trial game and we get every single player back into football at some level. There you go. Well done, Daz. I'm the one that keeps Scottish football but going.
2: Where, where did they all end up?
4: Um <laughs> the, 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 I, th- I think that says
2: Oldsteads Muir one nil up Breaking. against Elgin City. Matt Yates with the goal.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> right before I forget, let's do this.
0: The first half teaser. With the scottishsun.co.uk/football for the best football news and opinion online.
3: Now, this time next week, we'll know who has won. The Celtic Rangers game at Celtic Park Because it's a 12.30 kickoff. Now, as we look ahead to that Since 2019 And not including own goals Seven players have scored In the traditional New Year Old Firm Derby Can you name them? Since 2019 And not including own goals Seven players have scored In the traditional New Year
2: Old Firm Derby who are they? I think those at home will get that very, very quickly It is of course a race Make sure to tweet all the answers All seven answers in one tweet At Clyde SSB You can see the question written down there as well but As I say, it is a race I think you will be quick off the mark today So make sure to tweet us At Clyde SSB All the answers in the one tweet please I think that gettable. that's gettable yeah. yeah, good yeah, yeah. Chance for Comarna, Corian Daba With a cross from the left Headed over though By Brad Lyons
3: Well uh, as I think that Could be a long day there Bad enough In the sunshine When you get that pitch But when The, the whole of Ayrshire Is trembling round about you Because of the wind and rain Very difficult day And And uh, it's just as well We said Fraser Wichert the, the, the voice of common sense In Scottish football
2: That doesn't sound like There's too much In the way of Early action So let's hear a bit From Dundee General manager Greg Fenton uh-huh. Who was speaking To Gabriel Antoniazzi After that game Was postponed Late in the day Today He did his pitch inspection As you can see He concerns With the away go mouth um, at that point, he had, with no consultation with the managers, um, with the police neither, he, he made his decision to, to call the game off. Obviously, we're not happy with that um, and we'll be taking up with the with the league and the SFA. You have your players training on the pitch. Does Dundee believe that the pitch is playable today? Absolutely. What did the referee say? The referee said he had uh, concerns with the water and the goal mugs.
5: Seeing that, the, the referee is bouncing the, the ball. What was the bouncing very well?
2: No, but I would also argue we've had a a lot worse here You look at Motherwell at the start of the season You look at Rangers uh, game on the 1st of November A lot worse than what what this is, in my opinion You see you're taking up with the SFA, SPFL, what what does that entail? We'll deal with that internally, but we'll be taking up with the the leagues. Have you spoken to, um,
6: to Aberdeen, what was their view on it? That's up to them, they can speak on their own behalf.
2: OK, so you didn't have any
6: consultation before the decision was made?
2: No, nope. the referee made his decision and then told the managers and then the police. Would you have expected them to speak to the managers first? The managers and the police, um, all of us together, safety team, police, managers, um, all together to make a decision. Before we get reaction to that, we've got one of these.
0: Goal flashes Goal flash. with MD Green Pharmacy.
2: Comarnik one, St Johnston nil, what a season he's having. David Watson with another goal, twenty-five yard shot in off the right hand post. Derek McKinnis's is are ahead. Well he's turned out to be a star having a great
1: season, great goal up at Petodre not so long ago, and then had to miss the, the game after that against Celtic, but back in the team and scoring, great start for Kelly.
4: Yeah, brilliant start for Kelly Uh, I've got to say I I know what Hugh's saying about the conditions down there I think that'll make for a good game I think Fraser will get plenty of goals Plenty of excitement Uh, But uh, as Mark quite rightly said The young lad Watson What a season he's having And uh, I I was very impressed with his goal at Pataudri Desperate to see this one He'll go
2: with an effort off the line by James Penrice It's the closest Celtic have come in the opening eight minutes or so
3: Now let's get to the general manager of Dundee Greg Fenton When he says uh, uh, In answer to the question Did Aberdeen agree with you? Uh, That's up to them In other words No they didn't Aberdeen thought the game should have been called off Uh, We've already had an interview with Barry Robson The Aberdeen manager And at no point did he say that he disagreed With the referee's decision He spoke about the frustration He felt on behalf of the Aberdeen fans Who had travelled through snow In the Granite City To get to Dundee and he's absolutely correct in that, but at no point did he say that, in his estimation, the game should have gone ahead. So this is Dundee going out on their own here, and my suspicion is that they are frustrated uh, that you know people aren't coming in, spending money. They they will have um, corporate facilities there, and I, I don't know what happens with regard to those. So I think there's a, a frustration being felt by Dundee His main issue
2: seems to be over the, the consultation and communication though, Between the officials and the clubs He, he feels well, that they really weren't told anything in advance That essentially they were just told Right, that's it, the game's off it, With it, not it, much
3: it, notice With regard to consultation If the referee, in his professional estimation Says this pitch is unplayable He doesn't turn to the managers and say Is that okay with you? Mm. The general manager. But, uh, but hold on
1: Does you not have to give them Every opportunity To work on the ground To allow it to take place Every chance Well in that case We saw uh, it in Scotland
3: In the summer Yeah but time is his enemy Because the minute That you admit people to the ground What are you going to do then? Uh, because you can't
4: have people in the ground while you are trying to make the pitch playable. The, the rain could still be falling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I, listen, I'm with you in this. I think the general manager will be disappointed financially coming up to Christmas everything, home games, you want money, and of course you do. But he's talking about, in his opinion, the game should have been... P- You're talking about a professional referee here who's refereed hundreds of games that probably knows a lot better not being disrespectful I can understand the frustration especially of Aberdeen uh, supporters and Dundee because I know a lot of people who's going up to that game as well so um, I've got to say uh, I can understand frustration but the referee must
2: have made the right decision Dumbarton 1-0 up against Clyde Tony Wallace from the penalty spot putting them ahead there's also been a shot from Lewis Palmer goes wide from distance at Celtic Park
1: Sounds like Celtic have started well. Kielga won off the line. Matt Riley probably should have done better with a chance. Palmer going close. So started like you would expect. A lot more energy by the sounds that last I,
4: couple I think of if Celtic can get a goal within the first 15 minutes, I think this could be a long, long day for Livy.
3: Well, the whole day is going to be attack versus defence because Livy have no other option. They are going through a horror spell. They're five points of drift at the bottom. This looks very much like the season they go down. So the only thing they can do is to try and stone wall Celtic.
4: Is this a year too far, Hugh, for Livy? I think, you think so. Yeah, I, think I, so yeah. I know. I know David Frew's still hanging on to that. St Johnston St. Johnston won um, Is he regretting
2: that with every uh, no, passing week? Uh, no,
4: we're regretting <laughs> He, he we're, says every week that Livy have got a good squad, good players The biggest regret, get beat every week The biggest regret Mark is we're still sending them to games um, <laughs> But you know to go with St Johnston's I, I think he's
2: regretting that as well He's just said low in quality here <laughs> oh, so I far did. at Hearts <laughs> oh, against St Mirren oh, he's
4: giving it 10-15 Scrappy Oh <laughs> no, scrappy <Yeah. laughs> He writes that down before he even goes into Edinburgh you're all following my
3: example now Once it gets to 15 minutes Start calling for substitutions Managerial sackings mm. And everything else <laughs> Live not up. it up Correct you 15 minutes is perfectly long enough Look at that score down south now
1: I've been there once be- Before Bolton 3 Letting did it nil ten After minutes 10 in. minutes I remember with Celtic We went away to Rapid Vienna In the winter The pitch was covered in the snow and we came out after the warm-up and the tractors had cleared it and we washed it in there because we were 3 0 down. Honestly, within about 12 minutes or something that, along that. I, I shovel snow back onto the pitch. Well, we actually came back, believe it or not. 3-3. No, yeah. 3-3, aye. Yeah. But, uh, 3-0, aye 3-0'd in. I was thinking, just get me off here. Run the Christmas
3: markets. So in that's Austria. Your, that's your, uh, Roger Hanna and David Field will know what I'm about to talk about. I was covering that game. It's 3-0 and I am... Um, Going in at half time, does Grace will perform? Wilson, two. how does Wilson get a game? <laughs> um, did you score two? No, no, two, two, th- two markings out of oh. ten. He
1: would have been game by the way. That was a good mark for Hugh. You yeah. used to, did
3: you get, did you give green. him a two? He would have been at that no, time. Oh, I never gave anybody a two, but it uh, finished 3-3. Three, three, and I'm trying to remember, was it was McGowan Paul McGowan 3-3, three, three, yeah. yeah. So by that time you're furiously backpedalling you Take away all the things I said in the first half Wilson is Zico, the fullback here <laughs> uh, So I remember what that night very well David yeah.
2: Friel says he covered that game Coldest he's ever been at a football match Nothing Freezing.
1: else comes close Unbelievable So we, we went out to warm up The pitch was perfect condition The snow started falling but so heavily That by the time we went off for the warm up I think this game's never getting played And of course we come out The tractors had cleared that Uh, And we were were obviously freezing when we started Because I remember turning to Stephen McManus And just looking at him You know that way at 3-0 Thinking this could be one of the worst days Of (laughs) our career here But fair play to Paul McGowan And the other youngsters that played that day
2: Peterhead 0-4-1 for And it's a goal from Seb Ross To put them ahead in that game in League 2
3: in the funny old game department Davy Moyes got absolutely slaughtered midweek For taking West Ham to Liverpool Losing 5-1 And today he's beaten Man United At home uh, So for Davey Moyes That's the way The cookie crumbles up Man
4: Man United wouldn't be In their top six In their Scottish League (laughs) The way they're going About their business They're absolutely Shocking for some reason
2: Celtic have a free kick On the edge of the box It was Andrew Shinney With the foul On Paulo Bernardo Not long before that De Lucas uh, Cleared a cutback From Bernardo as well So he's trying to Put himself about Still a few players That are trying to Claim that third central midfield spot for Celtic, aren't they? And no one's really managing well,
3: pa- to do it. Paulo Bernardo's on about his 10th second chance at it, uh, so he'll be another one that's down the road in January. Uh, he's on loan, and the, the loan won't be made permanent. He's done nothing to suggest he should be given a permanent deal. And David Turnbull's the one that we always chat about. I mean, you look at the goal
1: scoring charts just now, seven goals, so you know, he's in about the top five or six in there. And Bernardo uh, gets put in a game like Q says Another opportunity for him He doesn't seem to really grab a game Bernardo Mm. doesn't seem to do anything for me within the game He goes unnoticed a lot of the time You're not a fan? Well just sometimes you can have players like that You know what it's like That go unnoticed but You know they do things very well And they're very efficient I don't see Bernardo doing
4: anything Mark you have just described yourself
1: Efficient, you know I, mean? I, I was I, one of the ones that actually did so. You, I ran you, about, you
4: ran about, you ah, know what I mean? I mean. And you looked when like I was a decoy <laughs> and i created space. I was a great creator of
1: space, is <laughs> <a decoy.
3: laughs> what Gordon Strachan used to say. Uh, a
2: great creator of space
3: here. Uh, used uh, to work in the it. Santa hats are back on at Fair Hill. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah. One, one, nil
2: yes. down after 20 seconds to Inverness. They were, but it's a goal from Jack. The right back, the right back,
1: the man flints is wearing off. Yeah. Um, yeah,
4: unprofessional uh, One down after 20 seconds Absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell yeah. the manager <laughs> On Monday you said that <laughs> yeah.
3: Shuggy told you yeah,
4: Unprofessional yeah,
3: that, t- the, late, the late Tommy Burns used to say the, the last thing you tell them Before they go out Is the first thing they forget
2: and it's
3: unprofessional To lose a goal in 20 seconds Are you kidding me on?
2: Just on that Celtic free kick It was Lewis Palmer that took it It was saved by Jack Hamilton Who's in today for Shamal George Who's come under a bit of criticism At Livingston recently I don't think it was the most convincing of, of saves May put, put it back into a dangerous area But Livingston able to clear eventually so,
3: uh, Shimal George has all the attributes of a, a goalkeeper You know, He's a giant of a man and uh, yeah But the goalkeeper's are very harshly judged Poor old Liam Kelly At Motherwell Gets terrible abuse On here Well he, he, I think he's had a problem In that area
1: David Martindale this season I pitched up About four or five weeks ago For a reserve game And who's in goals Shamal George <laughs> He's obviously You know said to him You're going to play reserves mm-hmm. To
2: Maybe push our confidence
4: serious, mate. He was uh, nah, He, he was up against coming With nah, the dream team
2: We've got another one of these
0: Goal flashes With MD Green Pharmacy
2: Oh. Kilmarnock 2 St Johnston nil. what a start to the game for Kilmarnock Marley Watkins putting this one in and it's looking good for them already what did
4: I tell you what did I tell you about that game down there I had a feeling that was what, going what, to be what
2: you told us was St Johnston are going <laughs> to win it, is yeah, what you told us and went, they're 2-0 down
4: right I went on the great start that Kelly, uh, St Johnston hadn't lost in, against Killy in the last four games but I've now remembered Derek McInnes hasn't lost against Craig Levine in the last four games, of any teams he managed so obviously oh, where have you read that he's got, yeah. it, uh, where are you I reading your stat because there's no way what, you've done your homework hold on a minute did Wisher come out with any of these two at, so, at some point of...
2: in the last few weeks he's found some sort of website <laughs> that just churns <laughs> out statistics yeah, yeah. for You're every like that, single game yeah, I don't know <laughs> what's, it, what's he got where written it down in front of him has he got all these printed yeah. out no, or has no, he he memorised them alright okay that's slightly more impressive that you've memorised them least what I do on a
4: Friday night now I sit there I don't want to know what you do on a Friday night now I look at the games a study but Mark and I this is our probably our last shift because we'll be leaving to bigger and better things now our oh, own a breakfast show and Carole boxing show. day. Yeah, yeah. Tune in on Boxing Day from ten o'clock what, to what, one.
1: What time Not we on? Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock oh. a.m. to oh. one p.m. can I wait for that. That'll Please good.
4: tune in. I'll <laughs> <That'll>
1: be
2: good. <laughs> I also, I also like how our producer is now looking at the schedules on the wall to see if uh, this is even a thing. We, or you two have just trist. been stitched <laughs> up. <laughs> yes, oh, okay, there it is. It's yes. actually there on the schedule. What's it uh,
4: called? The DL Emotion show. I've cancelled.
1: Gordon's Boxing Day Bonanza. Oh, oh Bonanza. Like I like bonanza. that.
2: Who doesn't like a Bonanza? Little well, well, Joan. It's called George Asked for the Morning Off. <laughs> uh, <no.
1: laughs>
3: Who else has cancelled for us to be
2: no, involved no, jo-
1: in that? Jo- Hugh, jo- did
3: you get asked? Uh, no, I've been busy working on the, the 50 year special. Uh, yeah. I, I was ah, filming. I was filming at the GFT. You know, one has to film.
4: Oh, actually, no. Where was that?
3: Glasgow Film Theatre, which ironically, how'd you like this? First place <laughs> you ever went. The first cinema I ever took my wife there to in our courting days. I it knew was that. then called the Cosmo. Older Glaswegian people will remember it as the Cosmo Cinema. First cinema I ever took my wife to on a date. Well, and and what were you watching? And, uh, the Thomas Crown Affair. And it ended up oh, the Steve, Steve McQueen seen the Steve McQueen End of
4: the same He was sitting He said I'll be the end of it <laughs> <laughs> I've been
1: married
3: to the womb For
4: 52 ah, years What are you talking no about No, you have That yeah. must have been Did A good get popcorn
3: film. in Those days uh, Oh I, I Pushed Spearman the boat gum. out I pushed the boat out I bought everything <laughs> old
2: popcorn
4: Macaron and spe- spearmint Gum yep.
2: Dyson Maida Just misses a Taylor <laughs> Cross At the back post He's trying to make his Impact on his first start back For a good while
3: Well Dyson Mada You know I use Brendan Rogers' word The instigator He's the man That can get them going It may take him a while To get going They're 20 minutes in At Celtic And still no goals And You know The atmosphere Will crank up The longer they go Without scoring Um, But Dyson Mada Would be welcome Any Celtic side
2: Let's just go back To the teaser Because I want to Clear something up Just give us the Question again Hugh Okay
3: uh, now, bearing in mind that we have a an Old Firm derby next Saturday, topical question: since 2019, and not including own goals, seven players have scored in the traditional New Year Old Firm derby
2: who are they? So remember it is the new year game, the game that is closest to the turn of the year, sometimes it's the start of January sometimes it's the end of December you all know exactly what game it is there was that one year where it was postponed wasn't it and it was in the 2nd of February that game does not count by the way we're talking about the one that is right in amongst that new year period so seeing some wrong answers here Lee Smart says James Forrest Uh, Gavin Brown says Connor Goldson and Leila Bada Nope. A fuzzy bear. We says, are bad. know. Callum McGregor. No. Oh,
1: I think uh, you're thinking of no, the February
2: game, are nah. No, no. Um. Only a
4: couple short.
2: <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I
4: don't, no, I, don't I, think, well. I don't think I'll play the halftime teaser because I'm blasting out of the water. Now. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: That's alright uh, Fraser Wisher has already Found the exact website That you've found All Fraser, your stats He's screenshotted he? it He circled round The exact part of it Did you know St Johnson are unbeaten In four games against Kilmarnock But Derek McInnes has won His last four home games <laughs> Against sides Managed by Craig Levine word, cannot, word for word
4: I cannot believe That there's somebody Listening to this show That runs out there And uses my stats <laughs> It's <coughs> absolutely ridiculous And tell that Wisher He watched the game And concentrated What's happening now.
2: Good game there as well Kilmarnock already 2-0 up on St Johnston No goals between Celtic and Livingston No goals between Hearts and St Mirren either Scott Tanzer has been booked for a late foul on Aidan Denham In that game And Stephen Robinson has just spent 10 seconds slaughtering Richard Taylor Says uh, David Friel Not happy with something he's done I I have spoken to Stephen Robinson about Richard Taylor before And he says he's the most relaxed footballer He's ever come across Nothing phases him Whatsoever To the point where Stephen Robinson says He needs to give him A boot up the backside At times Because he's He's too chilled out
3: Relaxed footballers And I'm looking at Two former managers here Relaxed footballers Are no use to you (laughs) You you can't be strolling about In a relaxed fashion It's not that kind of game
2: I would have liked to have heard Stephen Robinson Mic'd up there There's been a lot of chat About this This week Because Sky Sports Are going to have Nick Montgomery mic'd up On the touchline Would you be having any of that Yeah I,
4: I, I don't, I'm don't. i not buying into that I Quite really a few don't.
2: managers have already come out and said Absolutely <laughs> not, so, it wouldn't be them
4: Tell me something, is he wearing it in the dressing room as well?
2: I'm not sure actually, I think it may just be just, On the touchline, right. there's also one of the other staff Members is going to have a body cam on as well
4: So where,
1: where are we getting to With this, where's this going to lead to You know what, I, I get Television companies want to Progress our game and make it a better experience for the fans Watching at home, they pay enough for subscriptions These days so they should probably have Great, Greater access But I think that's going A bit too far
2: But Sp- if, if if Nick Montgomery's happy To To play his part in it Then surely it's alright Because I I would find it interesting To watch it, people course, Find it interesting I think it's going to be television. The minority
1: but you, if, if any It'll, but it'll they would do
4: it So you're going to be struggling at Derby as well right The emotions on that <laughs> dugout Everything that goes with it and your mic top—it's nonsense. There are for surely me.
2: a lot of things a manager says on the touchline that you wouldn't want out there for public consumption. Yeah. Whether it is just shouting about stuff that's happening during the game, or even slight tactical things where you're talking to your backroom staff about certain things that you'd think you wouldn't yeah. really want out there.
1: That's what I'm curious to see how that pans out because surely within the game. If he's mic'd up Everything's got to be live Otherwise what's the point What's the other, what's the point Of having them mic'd up Delet, And then blacking, second, Blanking something Aye or an 8 second delay So you're going to hear Tactical changes Now surely that is Giving then, an insight Into how you I, work Not for that game
2: But for games coming up No but then If your heart's if you just get someone sat watching it. the TV And feeding that information to you to, uh,
4: You're going to Naismith by the way He's going to go to a 442 Let's switch it Because I've, I've seen it's the nonsense. argument I've
2: seen the argument people saying Oh you know Stephen Naismith will hear what Nick Montgomery is saying anyway Because he's shouting and all the players will hear it But there's those quiet conversations 100%. That you have yeah. with your backroom staff
1: yeah. So I wonder how that's all going to pan out And I wonder if it's been thought through Now Nick Montgomery must know that he's a responsible person Who won't be shouting profanities every day Two minutes Like some managers are um,
3: But the tactical side Is a surprise for me Because you're right It's broadcast to everybody then I have no complaint With the television company Because That particular television company Pays for Scottish football And what they want I think In the long term Is for the SPFL To be the NFL Where there are no boundaries Where you go into What they would term The locker room Before And after Games and that they want everything everything about our game. Uh, your problem will come when you have to apologize for the swearing mm. uh, and at the end of the day, call me cynical. Did they
4: not use television to... wants an explosion? Did they not used to have where the somebody would go maybe during the game and have a couple of minutes while there was a break, say somebody was injured, maybe speak to the manager, how you think it's going, blah blah blah. Something like that I totally understand, but not Mike to absolutely not as ridiculous. You, know, you, you
3: remember when uh Darbo beat Aberdeen and they were into the Darbo dressing room before the game? Television wants that. But they will never get it at Celtic or Rangers or at the bigger clubs. Uh but by all means let them experiment with the, the, the mic on Nick Montgomery. Stephen Naismith wanted no part of it apparently
2: Kilmarnock are in the mood They should have had a third a sitter by Kyle Vassell It was a Lions cross Vassell two yards out Somehow put the ball over the bar We've seen those before Where the ball gets fizzed across the face of goal And somehow The player looks as if they have to score And somehow managed to divert it over a couple of the yards out well, Kyle Vassell's a, missed It's
4: a bit of a let off I know St Johnstone are up against it But three out uh, there's no way back Two, you still get the hope if you can get the next goal because there's still plenty of football to be played. So Derek McInnes will probably see that as a big opportunity Put this game to bed
2: Queen of the South Have Conceded oh, First no. in their game Dale Carrick With the goal For Sterling Albion 1-0 to them Against for Marvin
3: Barclays Queen anybody, of uh, the South side Can anybody <laughs> Work Wednesday
4: <laughs> Oh no He's
2: down there also There'll, be, there'll be a
4: spare chair He's under WRL Win or lose
2: <laughs> Look, quite they, they come back at times as well. They they've, they've shown they it before. They can see early and can, can find yeah, their way he, back into games they will
3: come back, but right now on the roster it says Marvin Barkley TBC, mm. to be confirmed. <sighs> I wonder if the boys weren't they. Meanwhile, Celtic are year. 27 minutes into it at Celtic Park and haven't scored. I, so. was, th- I
4: was thinking that uh, myself, Hugh. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm a bit surprised with that. I thought they'd come out the blocks. I know that they've had a couple of opportunities, but. I thought they would have been probably one up just now Looking good, playing good football Creating lots of chances But so far uh, you've got to be saying Livy Well done That lad that's um, he's had a tour of time from other supporters What, what did he get? A Kelly pie? A jam, jam tart? tart yep. By the way, I, was, I would be begging for living to win Livy to win a pizza and pasta <laughs> <laughs> Or macaroni <laughs> He'd be desperate for that one
2: a Beningamy over the bar from the edge of the box was a pretty poor effort from him in that Hearts against St Mirren game, and an Obelai clearance hits to Lucas and flies past the post. So Livingston almost putting the ball in their own net there.
3: Well, you know Celtic might need that kind of help. Uh, <coughs> they won't be pleased, the fans, at this length of time without a goal against a team who can't defend, can't win matches. Uh, so it's a struggle. I think when you're half an hour in, you are entitled to say it's a bit of a struggle for Celtic.
2: Just on that Tony Macaroni reference mm. there, of course, the sponsors of Livingston Stadium, there was a, a media colleague of ours who came up from down south on a secondment and was working in Scottish football for a while. Scottish foot you know, he was just getting sort of feeling his way around Scottish football and he was sitting in the office at uh, the the publication he was working at and he yeah. turned round to the rest of the guys in the office at one point and said so this Tony Macaroni is a Livingston legend then <laughs> they thought he was some top goal scorer <laughs> from years ago rather than it being a sponsorship deal uh,
3: well um, you know it's been a great story Davy Martindale taking Libby to a cup final keeping them in the division for as long as he has done Davy Martindale's own Backstory Incredible uh, But You know it, It's all The hallmarks of A team who are really going to have to Fight Like anything To avoid relegation But they, You know They're half an hour in against Celtic And it's still nil-nil So In terms of today's game
2: They're doing okay Yeah no wins In nine for Livingston Only two goals In that period yeah. as well Which would be really worrying for David Martindale Um, just hearing some of the conditions at Celtic Park as well Louis Palmer trying to take a corner a couple of minutes ago the ball not even staying on the spot it's been blown around by the wind so it's not looking not looking great there in terms of conditions
4: Do they ever have go back to the days when I used to play, and it was that windy. Somebody would come over, lie down, and put their finger <laughs> in the ball for you. And <laughs> Fraser would usually throw it in or something. Do you, remember,
3: do you remember that team who were 100 times better than the teams in Scottish football? Morecambe.
2: How are they getting on 1 0 down to, <laughs> MK, Dons. Down to MK Dons? How good are MK Dons, by the way? It must be unreal. Well, the MK Dons have had a poor season, have they not? Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, yeah. Danny Armstrong struggling to get the ball while taking a corner as well. Struggling to keep the ball still while yeah. taking a corner as well. It is one of those days across Scottish football. Do you know who?
4: Do you know who I'm praying for a, a really good game today? He's had a poor, poor week. Hannah, Oh. Tuesday, I was on him. Lost to Boydie. A lot, Boydie. Right. Yeah. Okay, I think Boydie was just guessing the answers, and he was guessing them correctly. <laughs> Uh, but for a man So so intelligent How he never knew That he was getting stitched up Left, right and centre Was
2: totally beyond me As he lodged an appeal Yeah against that loss I can't imagine he's taking it too well
4: Oh he wasn't taking it too well He uh, actually phoned me <laughs> He phoned
2: me the next day and went
4: Can't believe that, Sam. Um, you know Boyd he knew the answers I was like No way Sherlock
0: Right
3: <laughs> I, I don't wish to discuss Beat the pundit I had a nightmare last night Did you? I, I, I won I won, but the questions were Christmas oriented. You know, oh, like, they'd be hard. Where do such and such play? In? The answer was Turkey. You know, Christmas <laughs> team. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the last question is uh, about Swedish team, uh-huh. with a Christmas team answer. Now, I thought, uh, and I've said, "Young boys of Bern," which, <laughs> are, which I mean, uh, young boys of Bern happened to play in Switzerland <laughs> for a start. Yeah. But the answer was elves. Borg. Get ah it, Ropes, it Borg. Ridiculous. So we got a daft dancer and I've done a dazzler. We've got the wrong country.
2: One of these at Tyne Castle.
0: Goal flashes. With M and D Green Pharmacy.
2: He's been in the headlines recently Lauren Shankland has put Hearts 1-0 up Against St Mirren And it's a header at the back post Exactly as he did at (laughs) Celtic Park last week It's a header at the back post for Lauren Shankland And they are 1-0 up And the same as we saw at as well. So that's three weeks in a row Three
1: headers at the back post And three goals Now the big question for Stephen Naismith And it will keep coming back for um, time and time again Is how long does Shanklin stay at Hearts Because when you continually score And you're trying to put yourself in the frame for the Euros Of course there's going to be interest And Rangers are always mentioned in the same breath as him But Stephen Naismith can certainly do be holding on to him Because top
4: player thinks, I think it'll be hard to hold on to him uh, He's been terrific lately um, You've got to say He's got everything he's his locker. He's just improved as a striker I remember watching him Even when he was at Air United He was getting better and better And I remember reading about him He went and worked on his fitness Everything about him His body shape But he's just become Such an all-round talent now I think he's a terrific that's player the,
3: That's the story You mentioned Air United That's the story Where Shankland is concerned Because this guy has had to Build a career He, did, he wasn't an overnight sensation He's been at several places He's had to Build a career Which is at its peak Right now
2: Well I was just about to spoil it all there Because there was a VAR check to see whether the goal Stood or not but the goal has been given Lauren Shankland has scored I think it was slightly different from the one last week This was a, a second phase of a corner Where it wasn't clear properly Came back in, Zach Hemming couldn't get to it But Lauren Shankland again completely unmarked at the back post And heading that one in There's a goal for Cove Rangers Against Edinburgh City That was a later kick-off there It was a half-past three kick-off Just due to Pitch conditions I think they were just trying To clear it all properly Romain Burrell Who is having a fantastic season In League One Has scored to put them ahead
1: well, Cove have gone well recently mm. Until last week Where they went one up And they ended up losing um, But Paul Hartley Got them playing some good stuff And right in the mix For the play-off sports On the subject of weather
3: And pitches What must the weather be like? Cove?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I saw some pictures earlier on of Aberdeen and the surrounding areas being covered in snow, but Mm. it's good they've managed to get that game going ahead. Still, I I enjoyed the interview with Greg
3: Fenton, the Dundee General Manager. I look forward to seeing where this story goes now because a long time since we've had a a row between a football club and the SFA and the SPFL who will have to... uh, your bare opinion on the matter.
4: Tell you, if you want excitement in football, I'm going to start on a Friday night going to Kirkcaldy. Incredible. A, a, a Partick Thistle, 4 3. Last night against Mole Club, Air, 4 4. Excitement. By the way, how well are they do? They are absolutely flying there. Okay, Dundee United have got a game in hand, but five points. Putting a bit of pressure on Jim Goodwin and Dundee United. Yeah, they weren't
2: able to take advantage last night no, either, zero, Dundee zero. United. But what another. Another injury time goal for Wraith Rovers yeah. Incredible yeah. Incredible
3: Well Ian Murray is doing a first class job there And uh, the scorer of the injury time goal Was completing a hat trick So as the Dazzler said You want value for money Go to starts Park Did you see his photo after the game <laughs> Of his hat trick Usually hat trick scorers are
1: Beaming with joy Holding the ball with the fingers up <laughs> You've never seen a straighter the, the, face than this. three
2: fingers to denote a hat trick. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but he, he <laughs> did, uh,
1: <laughs> but he didn't look happy at all because I, I think they know it's a missed opportunity. Where they are in the season, how they play, um, they are now expecting to be challenged
2: in Dundee United, and they knew that was a poor result for them. Good to see Lewis Vaughan in good goal scoring form as well because he has had a torrid time with injury. Is it four ACL injuries? Is that right? He's had I think three or four. And every single time he's managed to bounce back But this time he's, he's having a real good run at it And is a real man in form So you're going to challenge
4: your well, goal scoring record yeah, at race. You'd need to uh, multiply it by three or four every time you scored, mate so But, but you, the me good me, thing yeah. is,
3: if race get promoted Then there's only one thing that we can do And that is to send the Dazzler to Starters Park To cover their first
4: match in the Premiership It, it, it has to be done Ah, listen, I get invited up there every single home game. Not for me. <laughs> You're certainly not going to be Invited back anymore Are you I'd rather go to party. <laughs> hey,
2: Edinburgh City Have equalised Against Cove Rangers The oh. 2-1 up Against Clyde as well A Jai Stevenson Own goal But Clyde Have a penalty as well So they're looking to get Straight back into what it Could be 2 fight. all Before half time In that game At Celtic Park Cameron Carter Vickers Has had a drive From distance It was goal bound But Tom Parks Basically puts his face On the line To block at oh. one of those Where he just stands his ground Takes one in the face And I think was knocked over By the, the power of it He's actually still Receiving treatment That was a A few moments ago he'll So be, hopefully he is okay
3: He'll be having a turkey Through a straw On Christmas <laughs> hopefully Day Hopefully
2: not Sore ones one, Especially in the cold And Oh that's what oh, you want your defenders to well, do, yeah. Uh, when Cameron
4: Carter Vickers,
1: though, is shooting for 25 yards out, yeah, you know, things aren't going no, the no. way you plan. You know, you're starting to force the issue a wee bit, and we're well into this first half now. Celtic still not broke the deadlock. I'm surprised, like the guys as well, that they've not conjured up something.
3: Well done, Clyde 2 2 now, Martin Rennie penalty. What a job Ian McCall's got there Bottom of the bottom division And trying to keep Clyde uh, As an SPFL club uh, I mean in my lifetime I watched Clyde win the Scottish Cup For heaven's sake Remember but,
4: Shawfield here?
3: Oh I hated Shawfield Oh my When did Clyde win the oh, Scottish oh, Cup?
4: 1958
3: goodness. Oh, You watched? <laughs> did you see? Well I, I was nine years old
4: 1958?
3: Yeah I was born in 1949
4: Santa Claus was born And <laughs>
2: <laughs> an right. athletic Nil Falkirk 1 Called Donaldson With the goal Five minutes before half time To put them ahead In League 1
4: Aye Matt doesn't know What he was born into Because remember The Shawfield Craig Brown oh, yeah. Was a manager yeah. Used to run over The dog track uh, The dog track right Aye. We were playing a game And the traps were open The hair was going round And the dogs <laughs> were away <laughs> Well we were Mid game Unbelievable yeah. I'd, uh, I'd uh, remember a pound Each way on trap four <laughs> uh, I, I've been to the dogs before Hi It was For great i shut down now I gave them a wee pie A killy pie
3: according, according to Dazzler Your career Went to the dogs <laughs> I said <laughs> I didn't I, play In any grounds
1: It was dog tracks Run <laughs> about here. There's different levels Between me this I never saw a this good guy. game
3: At Shawfield Never and oh, uh, it was you're, you're, talking about, you're talking about An era of the, the Lisbon Lions In the mid 60s You
4: couldn't Lisbon Lions should not get a decent game out of I, I would say that's probably the worst ground yeah. I played. In. Yeah. Go Are you
1: not playing Cowden b in? Yeah, I played there. I've not played in Doug Tracks, oh, but I so played in Speedway Tracks or yeah. was it or stock car racing? Stock car racing. Yeah, I, I, I told the F. story, and that's when I decided to jack it and when I was doing a cool down for Dumbarton. And the engines were revving <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, <laughs> I'm really <laughs> at rock bottom here. They <laughs> we were
4: moving the tyres And the they beat business. us that day as well. Uh, they beat us was that like that two was or that three. The one day
3: you knew uh, you had to review your uh, life. That was it, Hugh. I thought, yeah. no more of this. This is Some it's great, a long way from brutal.
1: caca and the likes, isn't it? Well, I so when I assessed it, <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. I was in the new camp and then I'm at uh, Uh, what do you call it Central Park Central Park (laughs) how could
0: I forget oh
4: you can't have you the whole whole, whole grounds were the best I've got to say brilliant (laughs) Brunfield used to turn up at Brunfield first four the defenders and the goalie went in get changed first then they'd done their warm up <laughs> While you The <laughs> midfield players were in <within>, <laughs> Some of the the No heat in the It was brilliant
2: well, The Livingston staff Have been checking on Tom Parks Of course it was a Pretty significant Head knock he took From Cameron Carter Vickers Shot But he is going to come off Michael Nottingham's Going to come on Of course they need to Do some serious checks When something like that happens Tom Parks putting his Body on the line But won't continue Livingston obviously Feeling that's the The correct decision
3: Yeah, I mean You can't pay lip service to players' safety You have a duty of care And they clearly feel he's not ready to continue So that's a correct decision taken by them Uh, It will add time on Before we get to Roger Hanna To find out what's going on here But as Mark Wilson pointed out earlier When Cameron Carter-Vickers is trying from 35 yards Those in front of him are not dazzling anyone which is a surprise you know Maeda back in the
1: side Palma on one side and Kyogo it sounded like they started lively and created plenty of opportunities in that opening period but just unable to sustain that so Celtic fans look begin to they will be beginning to grumble I suspect because they might be playing a bit better however you're still producing zero goals it then becomes the a worry just the two
2: shots on target as well which yeah. Brendan Rodgers be I think hoping you, uh, more uh, than that
4: I think you will hear some you know disappointed supporters if they in here 0-0 at
2: half time there is still time of course there will be plenty of injury time because of that Tom Parks injury so we will wait and see what Roger Hanna says from Celtic Park as it stands there is a 2-0 lead for Kilmarnock over St Johnston. there's a 1-0 lead for Hearts over St Mirren still goalless at Celtic Park between Celtic and Livingston Just in case there is Any late drama Should we wrap this one up yes. here?
0: The first half teaser With the scottish Slash football For the best football news And opinion online
3: Since 2019 And not counting Own goals Seven players have scored In the traditional New Year old firm derby They are Dyson Meda. Ryan Kent, James Tavernier, Kyogo Furuhashi Odson Edward, Nikola Katic, and Ryan Jack.
2: Well, well done to the three that got on the podium, only three. On the podium as well Scott Conney in third place Just got it less than a minute ago Second place Lee Smart But well done To Scott McDougall Who wins the first half How did you two get on there? there? Nowhere Bit of a struggle Aye. yeah We got but about four I think
1: Tatech, Jack And who was that other one? Edward We didn't we get We didn't get Aye. Difficult There's me saying as well It was getable
2: you know, A bit of an interesting development At Tynecastle Because Xander Clark Is down Injured Receiving treatment Could mean that Craig Craig Gordon Gordon. And especially With the Euros coming up Craig Gordon will be desperate To get his chance To get into the first team And try and keep that place Ahead of Xander Clark
3: Now I I hope that Sandy uh, Sandy Clark Sandy Clark (laughs) I hope that (laughs) Xander Xander Clark uh, Makes a full recovery But If he is unable To continue What a story This will be In the making Because you have Craig Gordon Who I think is Is he 40 Has he turned 40 Mm. now Mm Yeah. Uh, and never mind the Euros There's a Edinburgh derby To come midweek uh, So What a story that would be i just got a
1: feeling That's just a situation That's just waiting to happen You know Just the opportunity To allow Craig Gordon To go back in the side if, I think if you drop Xander Clark Right away As soon as Craig Gordon's back It'd be harsh Sometimes you've just got to wait For your opportunity And if he is showing any signs of injury and he's taking off I think that'll be Craig Gordon in For uh, the foreseeable uh, future I know
4: there's a long way to go Mark But do you see Can you see Craig Gordon Playing his way If he gets an opportunity Into Euro The Euro squad, squad? Yeah 100% okay. if 100% he's, If he's playing well At 40 I mean you can't
3: Sentimentality will not be a big thing For Stevie Clark. He'll need to be playing well And consistently But You know Dino's off was 40 When he was playing Finals yeah, for Italy
4: Dino Zoff's He was a number one Yeah I I know Craig Gordon's a good goalkeeper But That's like Comparing maybe Mark to Danny McGreen. Michael Beale looking to make a big impression (laughs) On Sunderland (laughs) At his first game
3: as manager One down
2: (laughs) uh, Xander Clark is trying to Play on at the moment Craig Gordon is out Warming up A couple of Milestones for Craig Gordon It was Christmas Eve Last year When he had that double leg break So a year ago Tomorrow and who does he share a birthday with, You, Clyde One. Hugman A oh. is his birthday. He turns 41 years old. And we turn 50. On the 31st of December.
3: Well, good for him. Uh, as I say, if he plays well, like any other player from Andy Robertson down, if he plays well, then he's got to be in contention. If he's not playing well, then the fact that he's 41 and sentimentality and all the rest of it, I'm sorry, you can't go. There are, there are better choices.
2: Yeah, David Friel just saying it's a bit weird seeing Craig Gordon actually sort of in behind the goal, warming up. You don't really see goalkeepers yeah. doing that. just a player with gloves doing that. I think bit. sometimes when you see yeah. goalkeepers without gloves on, they just don't look <laughs> right. <laughs> don't Do you ever get weird. that? They just look a bit odd. Especially seeing them in the supermarket or something. <laughs> Where's your gloves, mate? Uh. Half time at Rugby Park, Fraser Wisher.
7: Here yeah, come on up to St Johnston Nil. Kelly fans giving a real round of applause to their team as they go off. It was an excellent 45 minutes by their side. Early goals by David Watson and Marley Watkins have put them in control and it could have been more because St Johnston only had one effort to Will Dennis's goal. Four minutes, a lovely cross from the left from Corey Dabba was headed over Brad Lyons from six yards, he's probably have done a bit better but the opening was only delayed by two minutes young midfield player David Walsh just picked up a loose ball 25 yards out, he just took one touch didn't hesitate and from there fired the ball past Mitoff and into the net off the right hand post, Johnson had pushed Kelly back in the early minutes but it's Kelly that really grabbed the initiative and in 16 minutes Kelly were two up Dabba again involved he made good ground on the left hand side, cut the ball back to Marley Watkins. Good control, quick control by the striker, and a good low finish from about 14 yards. And in 24 minutes, it really should have been three. Good work on the right hand side by Armstrong and Brad Lyons. Lyons just whipped the ball in to the six yard box, it was about shin high, and somehow Kyle Vassell just two yards out trying to catch it on the volley. He just had to make good contact, and the ball would be in the net. That somehow he managed to volley the ball over when he was in front of goal. So, Johnson had really been seen in an attack much until 26 minutes. Match Kucharabi testy Will Dennis who saved well and it was cleared by Mayo but it'd taken a while St Johnson began to creep back into the game, plenty of possession but Kelly comfortable, happy to drop off and hit in the break and one of those breaks another chance for Kilmarnock, Watson fed, Kyle Bussell, inside left position got his left foot shot away from 18 yards he ball all really well but it was just over the bar, St Johnson struggled but the next goal will decide how this game goes, Kelly score game over, St Johnson score game on, half time at Rugby Park,
5: Kilmarnock 2, St Johnson nil.
2: It's also half-time at Celtic Park. Roger Hanna?
5: Half-time at Celtic Park. Celtic nil, Livingston nil. The Hoops have dominated the first 45 minutes, but so far cannot find a way past the recalled uh, Livingston goalkeeper, Jack Hamilton. They threatened from early on, Kyogo Furahashi, an effort cleared off the line by James Penrace after only seven minutes. Lewis Palmer next to threaten, shooting wide from distance on 11 minutes. Then the recalled Louis De Lucas clearing a cutback from Paulo Bernardo after 13 minutes as they pushed for that early equaliser. Hamilton saved a free kick from Palmer the ball booted away to safety on 16 minutes and then Dyson Maida back for his first start since that injury on Champions League duty he just missed failing to reach a Greg Taylor cross at the back post Livingston escaped through the aisle, over lines, clearance hit, team made the Lucas and flew inches wide of the post for a Celtic corner. Then Matt O'Reilly, the nine-goal top scorer, he was close, he just couldn't control the ball in the six-yard box and Hamilton fell on that loose ball. Hamilton again saving this time a weak Maeda effort. As Celts again pushed for that breakthrough. But as the half went on, Livingston began to emerge and get in to home territory. James Penryce cut back, held by Joe Hart at the near post in one of the brief flurries forward. They were forced into a reshuffle at the back four minutes before the break, a Cameron Carter Vickers shot from distance, a hit defender Tom Parks in the head, it completely floored him, he needed lengthy treatment before he was led down the tunnel with Michael Nottingham coming on, four added minutes at the end of the first half, Hamilton held a corner from Palmer, but it was Livingston who almost threatened with a ball into the box Scott Pittman's effort, it seemed to strike a Celtic hand, they were claiming weak claims for a penalty kick, referee Matthew McDermott waved it on, VAR, Alan Muir agreed it's to do for Celtic in the second half. At the break, still, Celtic nil, Livingston nil.
2: And it's also half-time at Tyne Castle David Friel.
8: Yeah, half-time, Andrew Hart's won Saint 0 it's that man again, Long Shankland, the man of the moment for Hearts, he's put them ahead with his 14th goal of the season, no surprise it came from a header, it's his third header in three games and it probably is a deserved lead for Stephen Naismith's side, haven't been many clear-cut chances for either side but Hearts have definitely carried a bigger threat so far actually got a free kick in the edge of the box in just 14 seconds, but Alec Cochrane fired that one way, it was a real battle, Hearts are playing a better football, Barry McKay was lively as was Aidan Denham, the midfielder was really unlucky for a 20-yard drive that just missed the top corner. Smith settled a bit more midway through the half but struggled to create chances. Scott Tanzer, he's normally deadly with that left foot, he had a free kick 25 yards out but failed to even hit the target. Hearts kept pressing again for the opener and it finally arrived in 33 minutes. Terrible from St point of view, good from Hearts point of view. Mark O'Hara, all he had to do was clear the corner and he failed to clear it. Alex Cochrane nipped in, stole the ball off him and lobbed it to the back post. Who do you not want to be unmarked there? Lauren Shankland and he powered in another header to give Hearts the lead. Naismith will be a happy man. Stephen obviously has been very animated and will demand more from his players. And there has been a bit of a subplot with an injury doubt over Xander Clark, the Hearts goalkeeper. Kate Gordon's been out warming up for the last five minutes. We've been chat the way off. Will, we, will he make his return after the year out in the second half? We shall see. time. Hearts once St Mirren
2: I'll give you the halftime scores from all around the country next.
0: The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. For 50 years, Clyde One, Super Scoreboard.
2: Halftime scores across the SPFL and the Premiership. It's Celtic nil, Livingston nil, Dundee against Aberdeen was postponed. Hearts 1, St Mirren nil, Kilmarnock 2, St Johnston nil, Ross County against Hibs was also postponed. Argyllians nil, Morton nil, Arbroath one, Dunfermline nil, Partick Thistle one, Inverness one, Interleague one, Alloa Athletic nil, Montrose nil, Annan Athletic nil, Falkirk one, Hamilton nil, Kelty Hearts nil, Stirling Albion one, Queen of the South nil, it's Cove Rangers one, Edinburgh City one. Only 28 minutes gone in that game, though, because the game started a bit later because they had to clear snow off the pitch. Interleague two, Dumbarton two, Clyde two. Peterhead 1 4 for Athletic 2 Spartans 1 Stranraer 0 Stenhouse Muir 1 Elgin City 0 and into the English Premier League as well the early kick-off was West Ham United 2 Manchester United 0 uh, the half-time scores Fulham nil, Burnley 0 Luton 1 Newcastle 0 Nottingham Forest nil, Bournemouth nil, Tottenham 2 Everton nil will get the second halves underway next.
0: Glasgow in the West League leader for 50 years. Clyde won Super scoreboard.